0: If you talk to almost anybody out there who works in healthcare, they will tell you that healthcare is broken. We have a broken United States healthcare system, but I'm going to expose society, something that's not very popular. We complain way too much, way too much. We decide to be the victim in almost every scenario. That's kind of the culture. It's almost a virtue to see who is suffering more, who can get more empathy from others. I don't know. That's not a popular opinion. You might be angry, but stay tuned. I think there is a way that we can approach all of this. And I think that there still is hope for the healthcare system. Welcome back to the Nice Veins Bro podcast, everybody. The number one personal development podcast for healthcare and wellness professionals. I am ninet Bob, the host of this podcast, registered nurse, and creator of Nice Veins Bro. The reason why I think that there's hope for the healthcare system so many people probably think that there is no hope. There is no hope for the healthcare system, it is gone. But I think that there is. And the reason why is because I still have hope in people. In people. I will tell you what I mean. But first, we all know that when you ask people what's wrong with healthcare, we have so much to say when it comes to the broken healthcare system. A lot of times people will start with the insurance companies or they'll talk about pharma, big pharma. That's a big thing, universal access to healthcare. People get passionate about uh, the racial or sexual or socioeconomic discrimination. I particularly am passionate about the issue of not having preventative care as the very forefront of what we do. Instead, we do illness care. And we talked about that in a recent episode. I'm also super passionate about the corruption in the food industry. A lot of times what we eat causes all this mayhem And we are patching up the bullet holes without actually going and seeking to know what the problem is. These are issues in the healthcare arena in the United States that often issues that don't get um, addressed. Now, with such a big and massive problem like oh, healthcare is broken, you either have one of two. Um, different reactions. Either number one, you're like, you know what? Screw it. I can't fix it. No one can fix this. This is too big of a problem. I'm just going to be part of the system. A lot of people are in that camp. A lot of people are on another camp, which is, no, I want to fix it. I feel inspired. And there's a lot of noble, you know, that's a very noble intention. Uh, But too often what happens, because it's such a complicated issue, we end up just talking about the problem again and again and again and again and again. And all we do is talk. We don't actually spend time, okay, how can we make meaningful differences to try to steer this massive ship in the right direction? There are ways to make positive impacts, but they take time. You know, are you one of those people who are actually going and getting degrees and experience and are you moving up the chain of command so that you can make a larger impact, you know, on legislation and all this stuff? Way too often. We find it so much easier to point the finger versus requesting or looking into ourselves to find if we can fix our own issues. I'll tell you an example. Some people say that nurses don't get paid enough. Oh, nurses don't get paid enough. But we never want to ask the question, am I worthy of more payment and why? Am I worth more and why? Why? Another example would be that we aren't uh, respected or appreciated. We aren't respected, but we, we don't want to look at ourselves and ask, am I a respectable, am I truly a respectable person? Oftentimes with ourselves, if we start working towards that and doing what we can with our own efforts, our own personal efforts, it will then come to fruition. I mean, the general rule is, the people who are most irreplaceable in an organization are the people who get paid most, okay? That's a general rule. We don't ask those questions because it requires too much of us. That's the point that I'm making. We get lazy and we wanna point at everybody else, everybody's the issue, and we don't want to have a high standard for ourselves. So we end up, all of the other people, end up just talking and complaining about the actual thing, but not really doing Anything. We just keep pointing at the problem. And I feel like that culture has really been um, an issue within healthcare in general. You find a lot of people who will talk about, we all know what the problem is. Healthcare is broken for this, that, and the other, whatever. But we aren't actually taking initiative. The problem with that is that even though there's this big, massive problem um, that is oftentimes things we can't control, we forget that there are problems that are nearer to us, that are actually accessible to us, that we can fix. That is the whole point of this episode, that I'm not negating the fact that there is this big, mega-huge issue like a broken healthcare. So I will agree with you that there are many things that are broken in healthcare, many things that are I, I wish weren't so in healthcare, but... I would argue that the way to even attempt to even go up the ladder and make, you know, um, long lasting, meaningful change in that larger system is to look first at what is going on in my own circle, right? My circle of influence that I can start to make changes. We have to live up to the standard that we require of other people. We have to. And too many people are too lazy to do that. They don't want to ask the difficult questions. So we end up just being part of a system, being miserable because they need to fix it. They need to fix it. Everything is wrong with them. And this is the thing that I really want to drive home. Systems are made up of people. And most often, I'm not going to say every time, I'm not going to do a blanket statement, but most often, if you have a poor system or a bad, you know, uh, structure, it is made up of people who maybe haven't done a lot of introspection. And I would just stress that we cannot solve the world's biggest problems, the world's biggest problems. We can't solve those if we haven't conquered our own demons, you know, we end up talking about the problems and never really doing anything because it's very hard and overwhelming to look at this massive big picture and try to solve issues when you have your own internal demons. Like, it's extremely difficult. You haven't learned certain things. You haven't uh, grown from personal experience in your own, you know, uh, circle of influence, and you're out here trying to save the world. It's like, You've got to battle with yourself. You've got to conquer yourself. The most difficult thing to, to conquer is your own personal character. I made a list of seven or six, rather, practical things that we can do to start taking more personal responsibility to then go out as mature, full Whole beings to then conquer these bigger issues that are definitely evident and seen across the world. And I would say, number one is to start by acknowledging your own flaws and areas where you can improve. Start with humility. Start with humility. That Bible verse that says, Pride comes before the fall, it's a very true thing. Number two would be focus on what you can control and take action in those areas. So Can you control the way that big pharma is in bed with the government, which is in bed with the hospitals, which is in bed with all this stuff? Can you control any of these large companies? You can't. You can't. But I can tell you what you can control, and that is your attitude and your outlook and what is around you. Focus on those areas. Number three is take initiative to learn and grow in your field. So grow in your field. You know, get experience. Go back to school if you want to, if you have a, a passion for some kind of degree that will help open doors for a certain area. Maybe you will open doors for you to have more influence a certain area for legislation, etc. cetera. Do those things. Number four is build strong relationships with colleagues and supervisors. First by listening, and then patiently communicating effectively. When you work with people, it'll teach you a lot about yourself. Number five, set goals for yourself, and hold yourself accountable by plugging into a community that has the people that will have varied opinions and who are ready to pour into you by mentorship or criticism, okay? Number six, always accept feedback as a healthy opportunity to grow rather than attack. You will probably be very wrong about certain things, and it is okay. It's not taking an L to say, you know what, I changed my mind. You're right, to be convinced. One of the hardest things in this world is try to convince people of, of something or change people's minds. <laughs> it's so difficult to change somebody's mind. You can show them the fact right in front of their face and they will deny it. So let's practice. Let's practice to be open-minded and listen to differing opinions. Stay true to your core values, but you know, see things from different perspectives because it will help us to grow and to understand each other. If you take those six principles and you work on yourself and your personal development, you will be more mature, more prepared to face life's bigger problems like healthcare. So I'm not trying to gaslight. I'm trying to encourage you to take the right steps in the right order. I hope that this was a blessing to you. I hope that you were inspired by it and that you will share it with somebody else. You can do that on social media. Please share this video. If you're watching on YouTube, please comment below your thoughts, your anger. I will receive it. I will read it. (laughs) I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Also, if you are listening to this on a podcast platform, please put a five-star review. It helps Spread this to into the uh to the algorithm gods and they will um you know share it with whoever needs to see it. But appreciate you joining us. Remember to be a positive force and influence within healthcare and society. Que Dios me lo bendiga. When I would listen to podcasts before I became a podcaster myself, I didn't realize how much leaving a five-star review helped. And so now on this side, I just want you to know that it really does mean a whole lot when people review and share the content. So if you enjoyed it, please share it with somebody and leave a five-star review on whichever platform you use, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., And if you're interested, you can also find us on social media at Nice Veins Bro or shop online at NiceVeinsBro.com. My personal stuff you can find under Nene Pablo, which is spelled N-E-N-E-P-A-B-L-O. I spend most of my time on YouTube making vlogs and videos and on Instagram. So I would love to connect with you. And remember, be a positive force and influence within healthcare and society. It's all about God, wellness, and purpose here. Thank you for listening.